coming to you from the pit in Royal Grande, California. Your hosts, John Hackleman and Dr. James Casper. It's time for Pitmaster and the Doc. Hey guys, Pitmaster here. I'm here with the Doc. John, good to see you. And this is a special edition. Sunday edition. Sunday edition. It's a special edition because we're going to talk exclusively about the Chuck Tito fight last night. We're still doing our regular podcast about the UFC, and we got a special guest coming up. But this one, right now, right now, we're only going to talk about Chuck's fight last night. Chuck and Tito. All right? First of all, did you watch it? I saw the fight. I saw two fights. I saw that one and the one before it. Yeah. Okay. The one before it was the... Okay. It was the... I forget his name, but he's from AKA. He's like an undefeated wrestler. Damon. He fought, yeah, and he fought a uh, dirty Tom Lawler. A good fight, close fight. But enough of that fight. Okay, so let's get to the Chuck Liddell fight. Um, as it, you guys know, it looked like the the stadium was pretty full. You couldn't really tell. I don't know how many the forum holds, but I think there was quite a crowd there. There were definitely some uh, celebrities in the audience too, as they panned around. I know DC was there. Yeah. Um, well, he was working a corner, too, last night. Yeah, I think that wrestler. Has that yeah. wrestler was one of his guys? Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I saw some, some in the... Plus, it was at the Fabulous Forum, which is a iconic uh, Coliseum-type um, arena in L.A. It's like in Inglewood, California. That's a suburb of uh, L.A. Um, and it is it is known for its... Unbelievable fights. The 70s, the 80s, the best fights were at the Fabulous Forum. There was, it was unbelievable. Um, but that's where the fight was. And, you know, Golden Boy, you know, uh, Oscar De La Hoya promoted the fight. So he picked his, his backyard. So that was, it was a really good venue, I thought. I thought it was a perfect venue. I wish it was in Vegas, even though I didn't go. Um, but... I mean, to be honest, I was offered tickets to go. I was offered a ride. I was offered a hotel to go. I didn't want to go. Um, I was going to work Chuck's Corner. Um, he actually, you know, said that I was, you know, he wanted me in his corner in a couple of interviews before the fight was even, like, really set in stone. And then when it was, he said he wanted me to work his corner and come down to work with him. Um, but that it just never happened. It just for whatever reason, a lot of reasons, but it didn't happen, and so I didn't want to go. I didn't want. I didn't want to. I wasn't even gonna watch it on uh, pay per view, but I ended up watching it on my uh, on my cell phone. Uh, so I watched it. I watched it on my cell phone with uh, with my wife like this, um, because my buddy was. Uh, he FaceTimed me while he was watching it. So that's how I saw it. And uh, it ended like I feared it probably would. But I, in the back of my mind, I was just saying, he's going to knock him out. He's going to catch him. He's going to knock him out. But 
in the front of my mind, it was like, I just had a bad, bad feeling um, for a lot of reasons. Um, but I just, I just kept thinking he could pull it off. And I was like watching it going, oh, he got him. He almost got him. He almost got him. Come on, Tito. Come on. Come on in. Come on in. Come on in. And I thought he was going to catch him with that right hand. Um, and then he didn't. He backed up against the cage and got caught with a, a right hand. I mean, a straight right, right to his kisser, it looked like, and it dropped him, and, and he, he collapsed. I mean, he didn't just, he didn't get dropped like he could have got up. He, w he went out in a heap, and the fight was over. I thought the referee, who was Herb Dean, did a great job. He was right there. He stopped it. You know, he just, he was perfect. I mean, he protected Chuck. Um, my heart just sank. My, I got a knot in my stomach. Um, but then I just thought, okay, now this is it. He's not going to do this again. He's not going to be... He wasn't forced to do it. He, you know, no, no grown man can be forced to do things. Well, they can, but... But I don't think he's going to be pressured to do it anymore. I think I think this was it. And I think everybody around that was trying to, you know, get like Chuck, you know, Chuck, let's get one more Chuck, you know. Um, I don't think I don't think they're going to be around anymore. And I don't think I think he realizes now that that is done and he can move on to the next part of his life, which can be beautiful. It can be peaceful. It can be prosperous. It can be tranquil. It can be, it can be happy. He can spend the now. He can finally take that step. There's no way. There's no way he's gonna go after, after that fight last night. I'd be willing to bet. I mean anything that that the people that that like were okay with him fighting and and encouraging him to fight. You know, for personal gain, obviously. Um, I think they realize now that, that that part of his life is over. And he can move on and be Chuck Liddell. You know, dad, husband, friend, son, um, great guy. And, and whatever else he wants to do with, with, his, with his life. And possibly even in the, maybe even in the field of fighting. I don't know, does he have any aspirations to mentor fighters or train fighters or he has so much knowledge there you don't have to be the one in the ring getting hit to still be involved i think he does and and i think he will and 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 you know we're gonna have that conversation real soon um this fight was was he knows i was against it one of the reasons i think i wasn't there and in the corner was because he knows how how strongly i was against it um but he also knows I wanted to be there because I wanted to protect him. And how can you protect him? I think Herb Dean did a great job. I don't know anything about his corner. If what if they were good, if they gave you know his camp. I don't know if they gave him great advice, bad advice. People are jumping on the bandwagon to blame his 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 camp. I don't know anything about his camp. I know that they're reputable guys, um, and and I know he got hit on the chin. And I know he doesn't have the chin anymore. So it's easy to put them down, but I don't know what I would have done differently um, because I wasn't there, and I, I'm not going to blame his camp. That's for damn sure. Um, it was just I think it was the I think it's fate. I mean, he he was one of the toughest 
fighters in the world. He's still the toughest fighter in the world, but he just doesn't have the chin anymore. And without a chin, it's like going to a gunfight without any bullets. You just, you don't have anything because the first time you get touched, you're going down. And, and, and Tito does still have a chin. And Chuck used to have like the chin. He could go in there with his chin up and, and just start banging. My biggest thing with Chuck training him for a fight, probably with all the strategies and everything, the biggest thing I had to tell, keep telling him was keep your chin down. I even like bought little things where like he would just you know put it right here and he would shadow box like this so he could practice keeping his chin down. But as soon as he gets he gets in there, as soon as the punches start flying. He just wants to put his chin up and like a warrior, he just wants to start swinging. His chin came up every time, no matter how much I made him train like this for a camp, his chin would always come up. But he had a great chin, so he could take a punch and then knock them out with his. But now, he can't do that anymore, and he's never been a really fast guy or a really agile guy. He was the guy that was in front of you banging, and right now, he can't do that anymore, and he refuses... He refuses to change his style. And we saw what happened. And it's terrible. It's heartbreaking. Uh, yeah, for me as a fan, it wasn't fun to watch. And no. I'm a fight fan. And I only know Chuck peripherally through you. But that was not fun for me to watch at all. Um, and it was over quick. It wasn't like a back and forth fight or something the fans could get behind. I don't, you know, I think... I think people had a lot of interest seeing this fight, so I don't know what kind of pay-per-view numbers it's going to do, but I have a hard time believing that would happen again. No. You know, so I think whatever money you make out of a fight like this, I, I think it's probably not something that's going to be repeated. Um, hopefully not. But for me as a fan, I, it wasn't fun to watch. But it was, you know, I think it was a pretty big draw. I, I hope I think, so. I think it was... I think no, you never know. I know we talked about this before. You you don't know who's going to watch it until after it's over. I yeah. mean, until after it's happened. So, you know, that was part of it for me. Is it was certainly wasn't a fun fight to watch. Um, the other part of it was I left this fight with mixed feelings on Tito. Tito with this celebration, it was kind of funny. He does this ridiculous celebration after he wins. And the commissioner, or whatever, I know it's these boxing people, they're trying to, like, usher him out of the ring and not let him do his little thing he does after he wins. But he celebrated like it was this, I don't know, like it was some kind of war, like he, he won. For me, it wasn't. And But then also afterward, so I was kind of mixed on my feelings about Tito because part of it was kind of a little ridiculous, his celebration and everything. And the other part of it was he did come back in the ring and, and thank Chuck for, you know, for getting him to train so hard and thank him for being a warrior and, there was respect there after the fight, I thought. And I thought it was genuine. So for me, I liked that part of it. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then part of it was kind of like, well, that's kind of douchey. <laughs> so like, I, was mi I had mixed feelings at the end of that fight about Tito. Um, obviously, he looks like he trained his ass off for the fight. Um, so coming away from that, as a Chuck Liddell fan, I thought Tito got some points for how he handled himself partially, at least behind the microphone after the fight. Yeah, but I mean, to be honest, like, when Chuck does this after he knocked out Tito, I mean, that's his celebration. Yeah. 
Tito did that stupid like bearing thing. He he does like he's digging a it's thing. It's just so long that it's kind of ridiculous. I know it was. It <laughs> always has been. I don't know why they didn't let him do it. I mean that was his. And, and to me it was it was a big deal. I mean Chuck knocked him out twice, and then Chuck's always been had his number. Chuck embarrassed him at the at the Ultimate Fighter show. I mean Chuck beat him at every game they played in the Ultimate Fighter, even dodgeball. And so, Were they supposed to fight at the end of that yeah. or anything? And yeah, then what and then happened? Tito hurt his neck. Oh, because he has had multiple neck surgeries. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't. I really. Uh, of course, I wanted Chuck to win, and of course, I you know I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I don't know Tito that well, but I I thought that they should have let him do his little thing because he finally beat Chuck. So I don't think it was a douchey thing, because I think he was respectful, and I think. He's not showing disrespect there. That's just his thing. And then he will always go back and he shows respect to his, to his opponents, win or lose. He seems to always be a... He seems to be a very respectful guy. I know him and Chuck didn't really like each other. Um, but I think at the end of the day, they had a weird kind of respect for each other. And, and they kind of brought out the best in each other. He did with Chuck twice and now Chuck did with him. And... So, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I I don't have mixed feelings about it. I have one feeling about it. I'm sad. But I have I, I have nothing but respect for Tito. Um, I really do. Um, and I have nothing but love for Chuck and respect. But I just hope he, ne- he never, he's never going to fight. If you're watching this, Chuck, I love you, bro. Uh, but you're never going to fight again. We, we're going to, we're going to, your life is going to be so much better now. Just relax. And when he, like, after, like, getting ready for this fight he kept like saying well i wasn't really ready to end well i mean kind of, i mean he kind of lost five in a row and got ko'd four times you know i love him to death and i just you know his chin was long gone so when he says he wasn't ready to retire he was i mean he was ready then and he's really ready he's like overcooked now ready to retire so it's just time to just uh, move on, and there's so many other things he can do. He's, you know, I mean, I don't know all his numbers, but I'm I'm 99% sure that he's he's financially fine, and he's got a beautiful family, and he's got a lot of, he's still a celebrity, and look, I look at Ali. I mean, Ali was a celebrity all the way till he passed away, and, and look at, look at the, look at uh, Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson is like, Made a huge comeback. He's doing speaking engagements. He has a stand-up routine. Um, I think Chuck is going to be just fine. I would love to see Chuck follow in Brendan Schaub's footsteps. I love what Brendan Schaub has done um, after his fight career. I mean, he was not he was not nearly as successful as Chuck or as famous as Chuck or as much of a celebrity, but he is now because of his after-fight you know, mixed with his fight career. I mean, he's like a, a very successful stand-up comedian. He has a huge podcast. He's just, he's just a celebrity. He just, and so I would love to see Chuck follow something like that. I, like if, if there was a blueprint, I would like to see Chuck follow like uh, Brendan Schaub. That's all. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah, sad, I think you summed it up. It was kind of a sad night. And it was a sad night. I think also the thing you realize online is there's a lot of love for Chuck and a lot of pe- a lot of his fans, just so many fans, wanted to see him do well last night. Um, 
Yeah, it was tough. It, it was, was tough. T- it was tough. It was tough. It was tough. I, I hated that fight from the beginning. I, I asked him not to do it. Uh, there was a lot of pressure for him to do it. He had a lot of people out there, people that were close to him, pushing him to do it. It was like, why? <laughs> you know? But that's how it was. You know, it was out of my hands. He's a grown man, and he decided to do it. And you know, he did make some money. I mean, he made a lot of money, more than, you know, people that are naysayers and putting him down. If you got offered that money, if you got offered that money for potentially 15 minutes of work at the most, it was a lot less. But if it was for 15 minutes of work, if you were offered this much money, I guarantee you every single one of you would have taken it. I know it's easy to put him down now. But every one of you, if you were offered that much money, it's like, I mean, just I'm I, I'm not I'm not sure a hundred percent of the of the figure, but let me give it to you. This is I'm I'm pretty sure it was a minimum of seventy thousand dollars a minute. If you if you could have been guaranteed seventy thousand dollars a minute for fifteen minutes of work, not one of you, not one. I don't care if you're a doctor, a lawyer, a fucking statistician, a fucking worker at mcdonald's or 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 starbucks or whatever you do i guarantee you if someone offered you to step in a cage and fight tito tito it's like tito it's not not nangano it's not francis nagano not mike tyson tito if you were offered to fight tito for 15 minutes for 70 grand a minute every single one of you would do it but now it's easy for you on all over the you're on your fucking keyboard, you know, oh, Chuck did fuck this, he's this and he's that, and he shouldn't have done this, shouldn't have done that. Every one of you would have jumped at the chance to do it. I'm, I'm just telling you right now. I know that for a fact. If you're saying you wouldn't do it, fuck you, you're a liar. <laughs> that, you're a fucking liar if you're saying you wouldn't do it. 70 grand, you would have done it a minute. So Well, that's the big problem with the internet is people are really quick to say things that they would never say to your face. Right? I mean... Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I've, I've gotten that one a few times. You know, let me tell you, the funniest time that happened... God, I can't remember her name. This was when the forums started, came, first came out. All these... Uh, uh, Chuck's texting me. Okay. Um, I love that guy. Let me just tell you, before I go to my story, Chuck is the most family-oriented, loving, sensitive, and generous family man that I know. I can't think of anyone that is more. It's just like the things he's sacrificed and done for his family is like, it's craziness. It's craziness. It's, it's, it's nuts. But let me tell you this story about the, uh, we were on forums. This was like the old underground. You guys remember the underground, the, the MMA underground? Anyway, there's this chick that was on there and she was actually a pro fighter. I forget her name. But I was like trashing her. You're a girl. You're just a girl. And I was, I was kind of messing with her because it was, it was pissing her off so much. Yeah, girl fighters. You can never fight a guy. I was just messing with her. She was from the East Coast. One of my guys had a fight at the Mohican Sun, the Mohican Sun, uh, in in Connecticut. So I'm I'm there. I'm in the arena, and we're like going. You know, it's like the pre-fight fest festivities. I think it was like the weigh-in or something. I get a tap on my shoulder, and I turn around, and I half recognize her. It was that girl. She goes, yeah, I'm so-and-so. Yeah, you've been saying all that shit to me. I was like, 
Oh shit. She was a, guess what? I was a keyboard warrior because I backed down. I was like, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry I said that. Please forgive me. That's a keyboard warrior. I didn't I know was, this story was going to turn into you being the internet troll. Oh God, I, I was. And it, was it was funny because she got right in my face. Like she was right in my face. I was like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. I, was, I didn't think I'd ever meet you. So I said a lot of things about you on the internet. Cause I, cause I didn't think I'd ever have to meet you face to face. That's what all you guys are. You're like I was. Don't do that. You live. Don't. Do yeah, you learn. You learn. I'm I sure learned my learn lesson. That, yeah. I learned my lesson. So anyway, guys, remember, Chuck's a guy. He's a father. He's a he's a son. He's a husband. He's he's a he's a friend to many. He's a giving, caring person, and he just lost the fight. Not the end of the world. He'll be back. But don't hate on him, guys. And don't hate on Tito either. Tito's a father and a son and a husband. And he's a good guy, too. He's just, he's, they're out there, you know, doing, doing what they do. They're out there chasing their passions. They're, they're doing things that 99.99999% of the male population would never do. You would never do it. But they're doing it. And sometimes they're going to get knocked out. Sometimes they're going to win by knockout. Sometimes they're going to lose by decision. It doesn't matter. At least they're fucking doing it. And they're, they're willing to put their money where their mouth is. And they're taking all the risks. So anyway, I love you, Chuck. You did a good job, Tito. But I love you, Chuck. And I'll talk to you next week. We got some things to talk about. And you're still, you're still a fucking legend, a hero, and a warrior. I totally agree. And we got a, another podcast coming up this week with a guest, so check it out. All right, John.